RadioInfluence.com. Welcome to America's Most Positive Podcast, The Jim Fannin Show. Be it life, business, sports, or any other facet of your life that you want to improve, Jim can help you become your best, most authentic self. Now, here is your host, the coach of champions, Jim Fannin. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Jim Fannin Show. I'm Jim Fannin. So how you been? What? Not awesome? Seriously? I, I gotta ask you again. So how have you been? Amazing. Two levels above awesome. If you felt any better, you'd be twins. So that's an old one. I like that, though. Have you upgraded your hello? Hello, everybody. You got to be in the zone. But have you been in the zone since our last podcast? I mean, that's what the Jim Fannin show is all about. You know, as your zone coach, your success is my only mission, period. But for you first-timers, what is the zone? You know, it's a purposeful, calm feeling that nothing can go wrong. Champions attract this peak performance mindset at the right time and right place. It's happening right now, somewhere in the world, as you're listening to this. When you're in this state of mind, there's so many attributes that are available for your success. And the zone, it's got a lot of nicknames. Zoning, treeing, that's what tennis players call it. I'm treeing. I'm on fire, I'm locked in, I'm raking. That's a baseball term for the zone. Satori, that's Japanese for the zone. Blazing, on a roll, clicking, in the now, on all cylinders, playing out of your mind. Tripping, balling, dial a pitch, and maybe you've got a few more. What nicknames do you have for the zone? You know, it's that exact moment when you perform with complete detachment from the possibility of failure. Failure, that doesn't even enter your mind. This present tense performance style, it's going to set aflame the physical faculties of your body. Your mind and body are fully alert, hungry for action, and in this high-octane state, you're going to have synergy. The mind, the body, they're one, and you're so focused on attaining your goal that only When you step out of this zone state, do you realize, wow, I was in like kind of a vacuum. That was surreal. When you're in the zone, you perform with no feelings or sentiments of the past or the future. No, that doesn't distract you. Not at all. And you perform solely in the moment. Present tense living. Present tense performing. And awareness, it is heightened. Without a conscious thought, your concern It's only on the task at hand. Nothing, and I mean nothing, stands between you and your goal when you reach the zone. You may have some challenges, but that inspires you. That motivates you. The value of the zone? Come on, that's priceless. Billions of dollars are being made all over the world by zone performers. Individuals, teams, companies, families. There's even communities that are in the zone. What would that be worth, living there? I mean, the rewards are myriad. The biggest cost in zone at, uh, goal attainment or zone attainment, that's just your investment of time. Now, here's some zone performer benefits, zoniacs. Zoniac benefits, quantity of thoughts. Well, that's 30 to 40% less than the average person. Retention of information from reading, 
listening or viewing. That's maximized. That's off the charts. You're going to have possession of inordinate strength, speed, agility, balance, and quickness. And especially if you're in a crunch time where the money's on the table, that'd be nice to have. Time seems to stand still. Activities, well, they may appear like they're in slow motion. And you're also going to have the ability to stay in the present for long periods of time with that heightened awareness. Negatives, forget about it. Total elimination of worry, anxiety, doubt, self-doubt, and definitely getting rid of fear. Mental endurance, emotional endurance, well, that's going to be elongated, and you're going to have uncanny ability to instantly recall information from memory. And I know we can all use that. Where's my keys? Where, where are my car keys? Little tip on that, if you look up to the left, picture your car keys. I'm, I'm, I believe you know what they look like. Look up to the left. Your memory's over there. and you Now just close your eyes, unhinge your jaw, and go blank just for about 10, 15, maybe 20 seconds, and let your intuition get you up off the couch, and you'll go find your, find your keys. You're also going to have the ability, when you're in the zone state, to harness the sixth sense. Now, although science evidence for the sixth sense, it still remains somewhat elusive, but the following uncanny zone attributes, I mean, I've experienced them personally, and hundreds of my clients for over four decades have also experienced it. When you're in the zone, your conscious mind, which has reasoning and uh, the ability to weigh things and ponder and use logic, well, It goes in the back seat. Intuition takes over. That's the capacity to obtain or have direct knowledge or immediate insight without observation or reason. How about that? Intuition, that gut feel. And intuition, in my research, real-time information. It's real-time information that your conscious mind does not possess. It's that gut feel you get. Do I get in the car? Do I go on this trip? Should I hit a seven iron? I'm holding a six. <laughs> it whispered seven. Now, you know, my clients often place an enormous amount of faith on their intuition. In fact, they surrender to it, even making decisions that can even go against all available evidence, but they do it. That's an attribute. Remote viewing. Well, most people aren't aware of what this is, but it's a practice of seeking impressions images about a distance or unseen target in real time, supposedly using extrasensory perception or sensing with the mind. So I'm here, and Peter Fleming, I talked to him today. He's in London, and can I open a window and see what he's doing, that he moved into his new house? Well, if I could, that's remote viewing. He has a nice house, by the way. Telepathy, communication with another person by thinking rather than using words. I've coached an NFL quarterback who calls a play for a receiver on the left side of the field. He turns and looks at a receiver on the right side. He just gives him a very, very slight nod. And telepathy communicates, take off down the field, go and run as far and fast as you can, and the ball will be there, even though the play's not even called. This is a telepathy audible, and it worked. 
proprioception, that's an interesting attribute. I call it zoneware, W-A-R-E, Z-O-N-E-W-A-R-E. And, and that's where you just have this knowledge of every body part, where your racket is, where your uh, golf swing is. Uh, this is going to help you with balance and agility. And you really don't have to think about, especially golfers, that's going to ha- you don't have to think about your swing. Your swing adjusts to you. That'd be nice to have. You may have precognition, and that's the ability to actually perceive or see a future event. Um, it's called clairvoyance. See it before it happens. And I have a lot of the clients that have been in the zone that experience that. Uh, I've had a few, not many, but in 40-some years, uh, telekinesis or psychokinesis, same word, same thing, it's the ability to change the state or position of a physical object using only the power of the mind. Well, I've seen it. I understand it. It's real. And then there's telesthesia. That's just the ability to know that something's happened or is in place without using hearing, seeing, touching, tasting, or smell. And um, moms are great at that. They just have that gut feel, but it's really telesthesia. They know something's happened, something's wrong, or they need to make a phone call. Also, when in the zone, you will have super healing. In fact, uh, the professional athletes uh, and some amateurs I'm coaching right now, uh, their recovery is up to up to 50% sooner than doctors, trainers expect them to be. Uh, sometimes it's only 25%, but anything that'll shorten the recovery rate, that's a good thing. So super healing in the zone. You also look and feel younger than your actual age. And uh, people, if you're in a zone state, especially all the time, you live in, in or near the zone, uh, what, what are you doing? You look great. Did you change your hair? Did you lose weight? You just look younger and uh, not your actual age. Also, when you're in the zone, you're going to be able to withstand some serious professional, personal setbacks and some out-of-the-blue, unpredictable challenges. So if you're more likely to be in the zone every day, uh, all of your performances, if something does go awry, uh, you'll be able to meet that challenge. You're also, if you're in the zone, you'll more effectively lead a group or a team to maximum productivity and results. And speaking of teams, you know, a team can get in the zone. How cool is that? Uh, in the zone, especially in every aspect of life, you'll have better work-life balance. Uh, you'll be the best significant other you can be. You'll parent at the highest level, and uh, you'll enjoy a more productive, longer quality of life. But when you're literally in it, your eyes really double, triple shutter speed. That slows everything down. Jaw, it's unhinged. You can't be in the zone without your jaw unhinged. That's why Steph Curry flips his mouth guard all the time. In the zone, locked in. Heart rate quickens. Breathing, however... You get in more oxygen because you're taking longer inhale, longer exhale. But you're breathing literally breath per minute. That goes down to 15 to 70, down to 6 to 8 breaths. And, uh, and then your stomach. Uh, the blood's diverted from the stomach to the brain for clarity and the rest of the body for strength and quickness. And uh, uh, that's what people call the butterflies. And, and then last, uh, you, you'll have the skin sensitivity, some Competitors even kind of feel itchy and 
and they got to keep moving a little bit. They're really uh, needing to calm themselves down. But the end game of successful living is to have this most simple, positive, enjoyable days of being in, on, or near the mindset of the zone. So champions attract the zone, typically only one facet of their life. And it's usually a work or a job uh, or in some sport. However, there is a guy, there is a gal that's more rare and unique, kind of the unicorn, the human unicorn. Yeah, that's a true champion. And he or she attracts the zone in all they do. True champions. These are influencer. Is that you? Are you an influencer of thought? Are you the MVP of your everyday living? You know, a true champion doesn't always receive the press or the accolades or mention on ESPN, night, you know, Sports Center, and they're not necessarily social media darlings, but they are still the best of us. Why not us? Why not us? True champions also know this answer. What is the world's most influential symbol? What is it? Is it the cross? What's the world's most influential symbol? Is it the dollar sign? There's one symbol, spoken, written, seen, heard, and used every day of your life. We take it for granted. What precedes this symbol can change your life and the lives of everyone you meet. Every religion uses this symbol. It's showcased in every language. And it doesn't matter if you're broke and poor or you're a billionaire. You're still going to use this symbol. I've used this symbol to lead clients to places they never thought they could go. This symbol has helped them set personal, yeah, world records. Going from good to great, well, it requires this renowned sign. In fact, as you're listening to this podcast, Right now, it's being used millions of times, right now, around the globe. So what is this symbol that has the power to change so many lives? What's the most powerful symbol that influences every person on earth? What symbol helps the lost find hope? What symbol helps you become more successful? It's the question mark, the question mark symbol. This simple character, it makes you think, doesn't it? By communicating with the question, you can guide the listener or the reader to a place they might not normally go. So what did you do yesterday? And immediately, whoever I'm speaking to, they'll look up to their left. And I know that I've taken them into the past because that's where their memory's housed. So what are you going to do tomorrow? And they rub their chin because they haven't made a definitive decision. They're pondering, but they look up to the right to create what tomorrow might bring. The question and the question mark are at the forefront of influencing everybody you meet, every individual, every team, every group. Are you really aware of the power that you possess with this symbol? You know the importance, if you've listened to the show, about segregating your life in standalone, we call them arenas, containers. They contain thoughts. And typically, you have a self-arena, that's your wellness, your nutrition, your fitness, your spirituality. You have a career, a job. You may be a brother or sister. You may be 
a husband, a wife, a significant other, a mate, boyfriend, girlfriend, your son or a daughter, your friend, personal finance, change in your pocket, equity in your house. Maybe you're in school, academics. Maybe you play a sport as a hobby. Or maybe you uh, volunteer with some charity. Inside each of these life arenas are everybody in your life, all the thoughts that you have in a day. Not evenly are they divided, but all your thoughts are in these life containers or life arenas. So how do you positively influence everyone in there? How do you motivate them? How do you inspire them? How do you empower them? How do you lead them? The great question can be and will be a game changer and consequently a life changer with all the people you know and all the people you want to meet. The great introspective question, well, it's even going to influence you. So make a list. Make a list. All your life arenas. Jot them down. And then start preparing great questions to be asked within these containers of thought. Now you can add, delete, or adjust the question. I'm going to give you a whole bunch of them. You pick whatever you want or create your own. But these are potential questions. Let's start with a tough one. You may, we, let me hold up. Let me roll up my sleeves here. Ah, let me maybe drink a glass of water or something. Here's some potential questions for your significant other. You ready? Which of my habits affects you the most? Oh, boy. Are you sitting down? What a question. They may ponder that, or they may just blast you right off the couch. What can I do better better to further impact our relationship? What can I do to be better? What do you think we'll be doing in the next five years? Where do you think we'll be living? What will our lifestyle be? Have I ever noticed you sad, or have I missed noticing you were sad? Have I missed that? What's the best way to help you when you feel grumpy? Am I a great partner to wake up to? And what can I do to be better? And then, of course, the last one, if you could change one of my habits, what would it be? And if she or he says, quit asking so many questions, well, okay, uh, maybe you've overdone it. Don't do them all at once. They'll go, are you all right? What's wrong? They'll start asking you questions. But the question really takes someone to the future or into the past. It gets them to think. Now, as a son or daughter, here's some questions for your mom or dad. What could we do together that we've never done? How have I made you proud? And again, don't ask all these at once. What regrets, if any, do you have in your life? What one thing would you like to accomplish that you haven't? And what dreams have you had that, you haven't, that you've given up on, but still deep down you think you could do it if you put your mind to it? And what are your proudest accomplishments? What can you tell me about love? Oh, my goodness. I asked that question to my father before he passed away. Uh, it was amazing. He wanted to talk for hours about love. Uh, that's another, another show for sure. How about personal finance? Here's some questions. What retirement money do I need to keep my quality of life? And when do I need that? What hedges do I need with my finances? Do I have an emergency fund? And how long will it last? What do I need? What do I need to go 90 days with no cash coming in? What kind of money do I need to set aside? What do I need monthly to live comfortably? 
What have I gone without but would still like to have? And what are my financial loose ends? Do I have a will? Do I have a financial plan? How about your career? What net profit do I want if you own a business? Is this where and how I want to retire? Oh, that's a good one. What do I want in the next 12 months? What would I change about my career, if anything? And how's my career score level, my level of self-discipline, concentration, optimism, relaxation, and enjoyment? What can I do to make my team better? And this is something, if you have a team, you can ask your team, what do you want out of the next five years? What skills or qualities do you need to improve? How are you an integral part of the team? What would you change in in our team? What one thing would change to better benefit our team? And how do you feel about the direction of the company? And if you could run this department, this team for a day, what would you do? You can ask your brother, ask your sisters, what are your visions and goals? You know, I asked that to a client about two or three days ago. The answer, I don't have a clue. I have three siblings, and I don't know their visions, dreams, and goals. I don't. And two of them have kids, and I don't know my niece and nephews. I don't know what they're all about because I haven't asked great questions. So to your siblings, what are your best and worst qualities? How could, have I, how could I have been a better brother or sister? What can we do together, Don or Mom and Dad? And What secrets did you have during childhood that I don't know about? You know, now's the time to maybe ask that. How about your friends? Ask your friends. All right, be straight with me. What are my best and worst traits? <laughs> I may need to sit down for that one. Or why are we such good friends? What holds us together? And if we could go on a trip together, where would we go? Who would we take with us? And to our friends, what are your visions and goals in the next three years? Ten years? And what have you wanted to tell me but were afraid You'd hurt my feelings. That's a great question. Your sport. What physical skills do I need to improve? What mental skills do I need to improve? And what's my timeline of doing that? And what can I do? What can I personally do to make my team better? What are my strengths? Go over those. That's asking of yourself. And what are my areas of growth? You notice I don't say weakness. And what's been holding me back? And that may come to you intuitively. Why do I tense up during moments of truth when the money's on the table and the next move I make dictates the outcome? What makes me uncomfortable? And what makes me feel most confident? Sometimes we got to ask ourselves better questions. And what can I change to impact the outcome of my performance, and what part of score, self-discipline, concentration, optimism, relaxation, enjoyment. And as a reminder to anyone new listening, it's these markers that trigger chemicals that flow into the bloodstream that attract the zone that has all these amazing physical and mental attributes. What part of score needs my most attention? We'll address that later in the show. And if you're a student, You're in night class, you're in grad school, you're going to summer school. How do I need to study for my worst subject? And who or what are the best and worst influences regarding my grades? What is negatively influencing my grades? How do I juggle schoolwork, social life, or maybe even a career and job? 
and this just for you, what nutrition plan do I need to be at my optimum best? What do I need to do to be my own best friend? And what is the meaning or purpose of my life? That may take a lifetime to answer, but ask the question, which friend makes me better? Which friend makes me not my best? How will I know if I've had a successful life? What is success to me? It's different for so many people. And what can I change to impact and influence the people in my life? What should I start doing in my life? And what should I stop doing? You'll know those answers. But you need to ask that question. Yes, the almighty question, it's powerful. Yell and tell approach to parenting, managing, influencing. Come on, that doesn't work. You know that. It's this form of communication. It doesn't empower the listener or the reader to act on his or her own. Yell and tell closes the mind of the recipient. Questions, however, gosh, that opens up the world of possibility. They expand probability and prioritize your thoughts. In order to empower the people within your sphere of influence, you must assist them in becoming quality decision makers. I'm talking about kids. I'm talking about family. Asking great questions spawns great answers, and ultimately, great answers, well, that'll spawn great actions. Are you thinking about some great questions? Who are you going to deliver the question, the greatest question to? Who's going to be the recipient? And what's the main question that you need to ask yourself to be your own best friend? You can't wait to start, can you? I know. Okay. Okay, you get the point. I'm asking questions. Be in the zone, okay? Aren't great questions exciting? The question mark. Think about it. Add more of them in your life. And if you'd like to have the best of the zone and the score system and hear a little bit more about me and 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 how you can perform like this on a daily basis, go to jimfannon.com, order my 90-second rule program. You're going to love it. It's a six-hour audio complete with a writable workbook. You're going to get the download for yourself. You'll also get a physical copy mailed to your home, and you can give that to friends, or you can also keep it, or give it to somebody you really care about. It is the gift that will keep on giving, the 90-second rule. Check it out in our store at jimfannon.com. Now let me give you a little tool. Unhinge your jaw, relax your face and neck, Place either hand over your stomach near your belly button, either hand, right or left. With each inhale, draw your belly button closer to your spine or backbone. That's inhale. Belly button gets closer to your spine or backbone. And with each exhale, move your belly button away from your spine or backbone. Continue this for six to eight breaths, and immediately you'll feel your shoulders relax and tension will begin to leave your body. Now, this is a quick fix. takes less than 90 seconds. The tool is called simply Breathe Like a Baby. This is how a little baby goes to sleep. I was talking to my daughter today, and I, my uh, grandson, not yet two years old, she took him to Walmart. She looked around. She panicked. She couldn't find him. And she looked over to her left. He was sleeping under a rack of clothes. And she's like, oh, my gosh. He was out. 
How did that happen? He was running around playing, and she looked away for 10, 15 seconds. He laid down. He was sleeping. Yes, breathe like a baby. Breathe like a child. Uh, This is how you get instant relaxation. Again, less than 90 seconds. Remember, your supposed nervousness, well, that's just your body preparing to be in the zone. But if you do feel that little butterfly, breathe like a baby. Now you know what to do. But right now, let's go to the Zone Cafe because here we're going to find the missing link. So you're, you're a performer and you want an edge. You're hungry for an edge. I know you do. And you're jonesing for some wins, some victories. And you covet the phenomena of the zone. And you know this mindset is going to rescue your performance from mediocrity. And it's going to catapult you to the highest place possible. And once you're locked in and you have that feeling where nothing can go wrong, well, that's where peak performance resides. However, you know there's something missing. Something's blocking. What is it? What's blocking that ultimate state of being? Does this sound familiar? As your performance begins, you start to overthink. You keep going over and over the same thing. You can feel yourself already tensing up, getting ready to try too hard. T-R-Y. Try to ruin yourself. And you get off to a rocky start. Aren't you tired of that happening? Or in the midst of performing, all of a sudden, without warning, you lose focus. You, you don't know why. You were locked, and now you're not. Locked in. And getting it back, well, most of the time, that's a crapshoot. Your optimism varies, too. Sometimes you're confident, and sometimes you're not. And that depends on the situation, condition, or circumstance. And that produces a roller coaster of emotion and indecision. And doubt, well, that even blinds the inner eye of intuition. Stress has you reaching for your throat, and worry and anxiety, oh, they're always there. They're sitting next to you in the chair. Hello, worry. Hello, anxiety. This is frustrating. Enjoyment? Come on. It is elevated when you're winning, but it plummets when things don't go your way. Fun has left the building, and that's no fun. Now, these above scenarios, they're being played out through the world on a daily basis in life, business, and sports. You just know something's missing. All right, it's time to enter the Zone Cafe. So pull up to the entrance to the drive-thru. There's only five items on our menu. You got to order one of them, only one. You can come back. You can order more later. I'm just curious, which one are you going to choose? I know what I need right now. Which one is the missing link in attracting and being in the zone state? Which one do you need to elevate to help your performances? Ready for the menu? Self-discipline. we got a large bucket of it. That's going to give you the willingness and the commitment to stay with a task or a group of tasks that lead to your goals and ultimately your vision of excellence. But this menu item is going to give you purpose. It's going to give you direction, patience, persistence. You're going to salivate with an appetite for success once your goals are set, your strategies, tactics are in place, and you have a blueprint. Just just don't overindulge. You can eat too much of this bucket of self-discipline. Too much now you're anal. 
So what do you need? Do you need self-discipline? Place your order right now. Is that what you need? But maybe, maybe you need a giant slab of concentration. That's going to give you mental and physical focus on the tasks at hand, and that's going to lead you to goals and your dreams and vision. You know, when you start gnawing on the bones of concentration, that's definitely going to narrow your focus. And after devouring this meal, here's what's going to happen. You're going to be more accurate, consistent, and you'll execute with more quality and precision. And with a full belly of concentration, you will not be easily distracted or disturbed during your performances. Targets, they'll be hit. Goals, they're going to be reached. Oh, this is a cafe favorite. A lot of people want to order concentration. So how about you? Can we cook you up a giant slab of concentration? But maybe, maybe you need a large bag of optimism. That's going to probably provide the most mental nourishment. So after you consume this meal's ingredients, here's the ingredients. Trust. Oh, I like that. Hope. A little bit of hope. Faith. Okay, that's going to leave you feeling empowered. And with supreme confidence, you'll be ready to overcome all challenges. Optimism provides the belief, expectancy, and a sense of knowing that your tasks, they're going to be completed. Your goals are reachable, and you will reach your vision of excellence, your dream. And you're going to feel 10 feet tall once this meal is digested. It's the real deal meal. This large bag of optimism, make sure you order a full bag. Ironically, most champions keep coming back for more optimism. It's amazing. They always come back for more. Can I have another bag, please? Can I have more optimism? But maybe maybe you have these three. Maybe you need a full plate of relaxation. Oh, that's the ultimate soul food. We got a big plate of relaxation. That's the ultimate soul food. I mean, once you digest this, this meal will permeate your body and give you a calm, tranquil, peaceful feeling. It will provide mental and physical comfort, just like soul food. And it's going to let you feel like that when you're executing these tasks, when you're achieving these goals and going after that dream. And once this is a part of your mental diet, worry, anxiety, fear, gone. They're going to go away. It is ordered most during final rounds, extra innings, board meetings, final exams, overtime, sudden death. <laughs> what, what a term, sudden death. So place your order early if you're in the you know, Super Bowl next year or uh, the World Series in the fall or your club championship. You need to put that order in early. And by the way, it comes with a commemorative palm tree plate, just uh, the palm tree, my favorite living thing besides the human and, and uh, pets. The palm tree absorbs negativity in the face of a hurricane, a real hurricane or one caused by some other person in your face. Be the palm tree. So if you need to order a full plate of relaxation, order it right now. Is that what you need? This is the last meal on the menu. It's by no means the least on the menu. Enjoyment is the satisfaction and pleasure of executing these tasks that lead to your goals and ultimately your dream. 
this meal inspires and motivates. You'll want more and more of this pleasant indulgence. Its ingredients, fun, excitement, joy, enthusiasm, happiness. Oh, they produce dopamine, and this feel-good chemical is going to help you meet any challenge. You'll laugh in the face of adversity. It's the ultimate happy meal, enjoyment. There's a warning, though. There's a warning. Too much enjoyment can upset self-discipline and concentration. I'm just warning you. You can have too much. There are other side effects. Annoying loud laughter, side-splitting pains from laughter, obsessive smiling, and, of course, upsetting the competition. But if you want uh, this last meal on the menu, I say enjoyment. I say order it. So let me ask you, are you hungry for success? What's missing from your mental diet? Be decisive and place your order. Now, dine on one of these psychologically delicious meals at your assignment over the next 48 hours. i got a lot going on. I've got some Internet things I'm doing. I've got a lot of speeches. I've got a lot of trips. July, I'm going to Ashland, Kentucky at the end of July, and we're, Jim Fannin Brands were a sponsor of the um, uh, Brady uh, Tennis Tournament. It's a women's professional tennis tournament. I'm excited. Uh, there are three tournaments, I believe, in a series. Ashland, Kentucky's one of them, and the top point getter uh, gets first uh, round uh, entry direct into the United States Open. So uh, in any event, uh, I'm going to need some self-discipline, and I have some. I am disciplined but I'm going to break it down a little bit more. You've just been to the Zone Cafe. Zone Appetit, everybody. All right, I've got a little challenge for you. Uh, This is for tomorrow. Your assignment, collect 20 smiles in one day. 20 smiles. That's it. A discovery five years ago states that every human has neurons in the body that mirror what's in front of your face. They're called mirror neurons. So when I yawn, the people around me yawn because of their subconscious controlling mirror neurons. And if I laugh, even if I'm firing you, you'll laugh as you go out the door going, oh my gosh, I think I just got fired. So when you smile at someone, they're going to smile back. So if you want to collect 20 smiles in one day, you're going to have to give a smile to get a smile. 20 smiles. And especially, I want you to go up to the toughest, meanest-looking person on the planet if you do that to the toughest, meanest-looking, snarly, just downright going to bite your head off if you say a word or even look in their direction. Uh, I'll give you two bonus points making that guy smile or that woman smile. And now I want to talk about a true champion in the crowd. What a concert I attended. I've been waiting months to see this band in person. And here they were, live on stage. Just happened. Legends from decades ago, combined forces, they're going to rock the house. I couldn't wait. I'm fired up. The crowd was alive. They're in the moment. The crowd was in the zone. I'm in the zone. I knew all the tunes. I knew the words. I got center seats in the second row. I could witness these champions of music being in the zone as they performed hit after hit. And as the concert neared its finale, uh, the ushers let fans kind of move up toward the stage. 
And uh, there a man with grain hair moved with the beat with his young daughter in his arms. He's holding her off the ground in his arms. And then he helped her onto his shoulders. And the sax player grasped her hand, tiny little hand, while flickering a welcoming smile. I barely noticed it. Nothing out of the ordinary, I thought, but, but I did notice. However, this dad was different. He was overly attentive, attentive to uh, his daughter's every need. He stroked her hair. He looked into her eyes. It was obvious now that he was here at this concert just for her. He did this just for her. And then he sat down in the front row and he started rubbing her aching legs. Cerebral palsy had crippled this young fan of rock, but it didn't take her spirit away. She smiled as her father picked her back up, and they continued dancing to every beat. And he's moving, and she's dancing. And suddenly this uh, proud dad, he turned around, and our eyes met, and I mouthed the words, And a quick tear came to his eyes, and he nodded back at me. Thank you. There are true champions among us. They remain alone in the crowds. These are great fathers, mothers, friends, soulmates, siblings. They are strangers to most of us. They soar higher than the greatest athletes and business icons, more than anybody I've ever coached. They balance life's many arenas. They do. The price is never too high. They go above and beyond the normal in all they do. It was difficult for this dad to maneuver the crowd with a handicapped child. You could tell he had done this many, many times before. He has made up his mind. Nothing, nothing would stand in the way of his daughter's passion for living. Nothing. The concert was awesome but not as awesome as witnessing a true champion in the crowd. Thank you for joining me today. If you have any suggestions, any questions, send them to askjim at jimfannon.com. A-S-K-J-I-M at jimfannon.com. Until next time, Zoniacs, be in the zone. It's the only place to be. This has been America's Most Positive Podcast, The Jim Fannin Show. Get more of Jim's knowledge, experience, and tips, as well as what's coming up on the show now at jimfannon.com. And make sure to follow Jim on Twitter, at Jim Fannin. This has been The Jim Fannin Show on Radio Influence. Radio Influence strives to bring you excellence in podcasting. We work with personalities like TV chef Brian Duffy, radio personalities like Ian Beckles, news and political pundits like independent journalists Frank and Tracy Beans, experts from the sports world like veteran football scout and coach Chris Landry, pro wrestling personality David Penzer, MMA experts Jason Floyd and Daniel Galvan, and strength and conditioning coach Jeff Crushell. If you're looking for food, sports, music, entertainment, politics, no matter the topic, Radio Influence has something for everyone. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.